What the fuck is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Horror Academy Podcast. And for this episode, we're going to be taking a look at a legendary master of horror who has arguably the most badass last name, and that is Wes Craven. All right. All right, man. Sweet. Well, we've got another episode of Director's Cut, and we're going to be taking a look at Wes Craven, as my past me just mentioned. And we're going to... Past me? <laughs> and we'll take a look at a couple uh, uh, movies that he's made, um, two from his early stages, and then one from his latest career... Work. Work stuff. And all that <laughs> good things, um, but uh, before we get into that, how you been, man? I've been good, dude. It's been a it's been a solid week. Mm-hmm. Um, may or may not have a love interest at the moment. But yeah, man. Um, what about yours, Chris? My life. Not is... everything's about me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my life is is. Uh, perfect. It's way better than everyone else's. Just living large. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm living large. Um, I'm I'm better at just everything than anyone. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, just you know, getting through the work day each each day. Uh, not too bad. Dealing with some dumbass people at uh, over the phones. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, PSA. If if you have ever called into a call center of any kind. Just know that the moment you call in, you are wrong. Whatever it is that you're calling in about, you are absolutely wrong. Hey, you want to change your billing information? Give me that information, but you are wrong. <laughs> like, you you as a customer are wrong right off the bat. Like, you being a customer, you are wrong already. And it would make the world easier if people understood this. Um, but that was just my PSA. I deal with a lot of, like, dumb people, dude. I feel you, man. <sighs> I feel you. <laughs> well, this has turned into a uh, therapy session, Chris. So what, yeah. what else is bothering, bothering you? Yes. Bothering? Bothering. <laughs> what else is bothering you? So, um, well, you know, I have also have this thing. Um, it's kind of like a mole on, on my back, and it's it, it's fine for what it is, but... Does it speak to you? Yeah, in the nights it whispers terrible, horrible things to me, and no doctor will touch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, we have the fourth installment of our director's it's cut. and it's, Exactly. It's one of my favorite things that we've done so far with the podcast. Yeah, it's really fun. Seems and that people enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, right now we have we still have a shitload of directors to go. So. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let's, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into it. So we've got Wes Craven, who is the mastermind behind Nightmare on Elm Street. Scream. Scream. Um, and, and giving us, really, two, at least two that I can think of at this very moment, um, horror icons. Yep. That we cherish and love. And some of the best work that he's done is from that, and it's really, it's really great to be going through that. We're we're not going to be talking about those movies. We're we're saving Wes Craven's juicy stuff, yeah, for, for future episodes. Exactly. We have some stuff planned for that, so we're gonna pick some of the some of his other work. Exactly. So these these movies we felt we needed to kind of cover. They were really interesting. They they do range. You can kind of see his his different styles and stuff like that and uh, we're going to go ahead and get into that. Well, uh horror news? I think we have horror news now. All right. So we're going to do what's going on in horror. And real quick, so you guys have seen the new trailer for Halloween. How did you like that? Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I can talk now. <laughs> dude. So 
if any if any one of you hated the the new trailer um leave the horror community um you're not welcome here um kidding of course but dude the new halloween trailer is spectacular it brings us back to the like to the feels of the OG Halloween. Yeah. It takes you back to that weird, like, stock, stalkerish style that John Carpenter initially had for, for Michael Myers. Yeah. And if you didn't notice, the first kill when he walks into the house, that old lady's house. Yeah. It's the same kill from Halloween 2. Oh, shit. Um, when, when she's making a sandwich, I think, and then he grabs the knife. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... That's exactly the same scene, and yeah. it's spectacular that they're adding like it revisiting to it. that. Yeah, and, but but it shows that it's gonna be a, a, a slaughter. Like mm-hmm. in the first Halloween in 1978, he kills three people. Okay, so he's not this like huge body count kind of killer. Yeah, um, but in this in this one, which is also titled Halloween, not Halloween Two. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they're both just Halloween. <laughs> yeah, um, it shows a lot more death mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a nail biter and i'm i'm just crazy crazy stoked on it man mm-hmm. i'm ready for it yeah dude it was really good i liked how that trailer was more cinematic uh than the first it was it was really nice to kind of see more scenes um showing you know michael as well as uh Lori, and kind of seeing you know how they're you know just just the, the plot uh, of it all enrolling or unfolding, I should say, but yeah, I mean that that trailer was really awesome to see Hell to have. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so stoked, dude! It. it was awesome. Um, we also have um, Hellfest coming out September twenty eighth. I, dude, I'm so, dude, get 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 this, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> this weekend, The Nun comes out. Next weekend, Predator comes out, and I think the following weekend is Hellfest. Yeah, exactly. So this week. Is the nun next? Predator. Like I said, predators. The following after that is uh, is Hellfest. Yeah, dude, I, this month is already stacked. Um, oh yeah, the nun came out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you guys, please go watch it. We're we're gonna end up covering the nun, not in this episode, obviously, but please, please watch it so you don't we don't spoil it for you. Um, this is one of the most anticipated horror movies of the year, yeah. so we're gonna. Focus quite a bit of time on it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Predator and Hellfest coming out this month. Yeah, exactly. And then um, also in horror news, uh, we have uh, Shane Black who had to cut some scenes from the Predator that contained oh, the I scenes know. with a, um, a registered sex offender. That's so weird, man. And, yeah, it was crazy. This after Olivia Munn had requested 20th Century Fox to do so when she found out about it. Right, yeah. And uh, they had um, requested that from Shane, and so he had to cut those scenes. Was with it that. like one, was it a small role? I I'm not sure. I don't, I think if it was a uh, bigger role, there would have been word like that there's going to be a delay or something like that yeah. or way more reshoots but right now it's just that they were um cutting the uh uh cutting the the scenes <laughs> with, right. with with that um but hopefully it still turns out really well yeah, cause they, they, ha- they did have reshoots already and they've, yeah. they've recently cut more out of it yeah but they do promise more predator more blood right so so i'm hoping and, and, I'm, <laughs> Yeah, imagine if it was a predator who was a registered guy, and like every there's no more predators. <laughs> it just completely cut it out. Oh, dude, but they oh they look incredible. Though. They do. Oh, they look mean. Yeah, dude, I'm ready for it. I don't know why they don't just send a whole like ship of you know the predators down to Earth. Like they, dude, twenty of them could do like destroy all of America. <laughs> yeah, why is it? That's true. Yeah. Oh, you're only gonna send a, like two of them. You know, you know, you saw what Arnold did to the first one, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not gonna be successful in this, right? Like, I don't know. It's unless, just... unless it's just like, I don't know. 
We, we'll have to see what the, how the story plays yeah, out. Yeah, exactly, and we'll uh, we'll check that out. But we'll do a mini sode on that as well when it does uh, come out. Yes. Uh, and all that and all that good stuff. But we're gonna go ahead and switch gears here. It's time to switch that gear. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna go into the original, the last house on the left. I think I'm just gonna let you take over, dude. Again. That's gonna blow <laughs> ass, dude. That's gonna blow ass. <laughs> I need like a, a back and forth. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think you're more than capable of. Uh, this is the Chris Show now, the the Chris Academy <laughs> podcast. Exactly. So with this movie, The Last House on the Left, we are able to see uh, Wes Craven's humble beginnings as a director. Exactly. And it's it's so weird, like for for us. For him to have such a long career in Hollywood, mm-hmm. it's so strange to see to the contrast between uh, his movie, The Last House on the Left, and Scream. Yeah. Like, if you watch one after the other, you're like, well, there's no possible way right. this is the same person creating Yeah, this. exactly. So, you, it's really interesting, um, and I think that's why we chose it, to see, like, how... Where he's come from, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Yeah. Right, no, exactly, because he was just kind of starting off, but with, you know, Scream and, and uh, you know, the other films, you know, the the Freddy films, like, he has already gained more experience with them. He knows what elements a horror movie needs uh, to, to, you know, to be successful. So I think with The Last House on the Left, he was more just kind of getting into it, like trying to see just really baby steps, pretty much. Right, and, and it's, dude, and it's also, like, not only the contrast between Scream, but, like, his progress mm-hmm. between The Last House on the Left and the first Nightmare nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. He, he picked it up so fast. Yeah. And... Found his style so right. quickly. He was he was born for this. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Literally, <laughs> he's a mastermind. Right, and yeah. it was really great to you know to see that. Um, of course, you know you, you gotta suck at something to be good at something. Right, right. So exactly. this, this movie, Last House on the Left, was not, uh, you know, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, by, by any means, this this is a very. It was, for me at least. It was very tough to watch. I know it's, it's somewhat of a cult classic with a lot of horror fans, but yeah. with me, it didn't feel that way at all. And I don't have, I don't share the same love for it. Right, exactly. Um, so just to kind of, you know, we'll go ahead and get into it. The the first thing that really I, I didn't enjoy about it was there. There's this thing with film, and I think it's it's been more of recent years than it has back then, but. Um, with with movies you gotta it's more it's important to show and not tell so it's kind of it's important to show uh events show the storyline show the plot instead of telling it outright right and this movie does the exact opposite it it tells more than it does show it it tells like uh like if there's a relationship issues with, with two characters it they say it we've got relationship issues they, like <laughs> right. they will say it and it's yeah. like well how about you guys just act it out and we'll get the idea but this is so far back i mean this movie was back in uh 72 yeah 1972 so Damn. storytelling was crazier back then well, not crazier just right just simpler it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I don't like it, but okay. It, it, it's so crazy going that far back. Dude. Yeah. When I clicked play. Yeah. And it started, I was like, is this <laughs> is this the first movie ever made? <laughs> it's old as hell, dude. dude. It's it's crazy old looking. Yeah. Like, but it's it's 1972. It's completely understandable. But like for us, dude. Being yeah. like living in this generation, like seeing something that old is just like, whoa, right, dude. dude? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And another thing that kind of adds to that oldness of it is the sound, dude. The sound oh. was not 
like distributed no, easily. It was, like some parts were like crazy loud. Yeah. Some parts sounded like kind of muffled a little bit. Right. It was so strange. <laughs> it was yeah. like, well, what the fuck is going on, man? Like that that chainsaw scene at the very end. Uh, did you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, yeah, he was yeah. driving the chainsaw and he was going at it, but they were talking and I'm like, what? Hello? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? It was it was insane. I love how that was a real chainsaw, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed with a straight up real chainsaw. You, you know how to wield this, right? <laughs> like, don't you don't touch people with it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I think with with this movie, another thing about it is like the music. The oh, the music the, was something to uh, the score of this film, man. It's mm-hmm. let's just. I feel like let's put it this way. <laughs> Try this song for size. (laughs) I don't know, man. The music threw me off the entire film. Right. It initially made me want to take it off. I didn't want to. (laughs) I no longer wished to watch this film because of the music. Right. And it didn't fit at all. And, dude, it almost feels like we're like... I don't. I, don't I, I can't even say that. It just feels weird criticizing like such an old piece of work. Yeah. Um, that that's what's weird because it's so old. But it is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're just breaking down everything, guys. This is. A, I feel like we're just trashing what's Craven. <laughs> <laughs> Travis um, got West Craven and why he sucks. <laughs> But it's not like that at all. Like here's I, the top I, ten things he did wrong. <laughs> I just hope you guys understand that like this is in an in a analysis right. of his early work, and we're literally just stating this to show how far he's come along. Exactly. Yeah. Like back then, you know, you have this technology that's barely starting out. Right. But as soon as it improved, Wes Craven didn't know how to implement that into right. his later films, and that's why we see masterpieces like. Nightmare on Elm Street, right, you know, right, Scream right. And, and things like that. And, and that is brilliant because as he's learning this new technology, he's learning how to use them. And when he does, he's using them properly. Right. And he, he adapted so well throughout the change of, of technology. And mm-hmm. he, he, he stayed on track with it, man. He, yeah. He, he kicks ass. Yeah. And, I mean, with this, with this movie, he was... This is his first film, I believe. And... He only knew how to do documentary type styles, so that's what he used for this film. He used documentary right. styles for that, right. and so that's why we kind of see it a little lower on the budget. Um, the budget, by the way, was eighty uh, eighty seven thousand dollars, and it grossed three point one million dollars. Damn, Damn. <laughs> dude, that's that is that's tight, nice. Dude. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, we have Sandra Peabody as Mary Collingwood, uh, Cynthia Carr as her mom Estelle, Gaylord St. James as Doctor John, her dad, and then the main villain David A. Hess as Krug. That's yes, his, that's his name. Change um, your name. Yeah, don't have don't have that. <laughs> uh, the the movie had a few different titles that it was experimenting. So the first one was Sex Crime of the Century. Which, wow! Right, yeah, that that sounds more like a, a SVU type thing, um, and also <laughs> the other the other title that they were playing with was called Krug and Company. Oh, <laughs> here at Krug and Company, you can trust <laughs> our services. <laughs> we'll get you the perfect girl. Like no man, <laughs> they decided not to go with that because it wasn't going to attract enough audiences. Right. And someone offered, like, someone suggested, hey, how about The Last House on the Left? And Wes Craven was like, that is the dumbest title I've ever heard in my life. If you speak one more fucking time, I'm cutting your throat. Say another dumb thing, and I will slit your throat at the end of the night. Go on, say it. Fucking say it. Um, and that's what's, what happened. <laughs> you know what I, what I wanted to do that I didn't do before this episode? I wanted to see the trailer for The Last House on the Left. Oh, shit. I haven't seen I, that I would, either. I haven't seen it. I would imagine it was the the really old, old, old... <laughs> the Last House on the Left. <laughs> that guy. But, exactly. Uh, it, it must have been a really hilarious trailer. The trailers from horror movies from like the 70s and 80s, hilarious. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hilarious. 
Like, they don't elicit any kind of fear. <laughs> no, dude, it's comical, man. I, yeah. love it. I love it so much. And speaking of comedy, this film has, you know, does, does implement comedy into it. Yeah, it does. That, I think that's definitely something that Craven, you know, likes to use is yeah. comedy. In it. And I don't know if he's just doing it to alleviate that tension, that kind of fear, which is necessary, of course. But the comedy in this movie it sways just like in my soul to take it where it's it's almost like ah this is a little too much right or right, right. ah this doesn't make sense um for example we get those two cops dude oh man what the fuck dude man <laughs> man oh man oh god oh man oh god oh man <laughs> dude those cops man like i i just wish that didn't exist it doesn't exist in the remake it exists in the first scene, and then they kill them off. It's like, ah, we know you're not <laughs> useful. And they're not useful in this they're, movie. No, they're not at all, man. It, 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 they, they, not only did the music for this movie make it hard to watch, but those two cops yeah. made it incredible. Especially because like, when it would be a scene with just them two, yeah. it was a snooze fest. <laughs> right, dude. I didn't give a shit. No. Not a single word that they spoke I, get, I cared for. Like, shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, I was trying to like make myself pay attention to what they were saying. I'm yeah. like, ah, you are boring me. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And that whole scene where they're with the, the lady with the hens, yeah. I'm like, what oh. the fuck? Oh, oh, before that, he tries, you know, they're hitchhiking, and there is a car that comes up, and as they're jogging up to it, they're like, fuck the cops, and they drive off. And this guy, legit, grabs his hat and throws it on the ground. And I'm like, oh, so that's where that came from. Like, that's cringy <laughs> as shit, dude. He throws his hat like, dang, nab it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he picks it up and dusts it off. Like, oh, oh, so that's what happens after they... Like, that's weird to see. But back then, it was like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. That's oh, fine. man, dude. <laughs> it's strange. And also the scene where, like, they run out of gas in the, in the cop car. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you idiot, you're out of gas. Out of gas. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like that. Out of gas. Oh, my gosh. Dude, oh, it's, man. all of these people were actually first-time actors. Which you can and, see. And hopefully last time, too. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Dude, the only one who's acting I actually did enjoy was uh, David, who plays Krug. He, oh, yeah. he seemed to really get into his role. Yeah, and he did. He, deli- did. he read his script like he's not reading a script. You know right, what I mean? Right, And it was brilliant. But other than that, I was heavily disappointed with the acting. I mean, you know, it, it makes sense. They're first-time actors. You know, can't, can't judge too much. But still... You can read something without sounding like you're reading off of something. You know what shocked me of this movie is a. Uh, it was pretty heavy subjects, like, yeah. and I I thought like for the longest time that like old movies like that didn't like weren't as vulgar and didn't like display as as like brutal shit like they do nowadays in, in right. film. But this movie like didn't hold back. It was super vulgar. Yeah. And like the the rape scenes were intense and like it's very heavy subjects for like something in the seventies. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, Wes Craven went there, man. He 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 went full on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He just kinda took it. And I think back then I don't know how, how culture was, but like nowadays it's you it's a risk to show a rape scene. Yeah, it's it's very risky. I, I know the remake did get a lot of flack for it. Right. Um, and that, I mean, I, I get it because it was it was intense. Dude. It, it was that one intense. was really crazy. But, but people forget, like 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 films are, are films for a reason. You know, like they they show crazy shit all the time, and, it, yeah. and it's, it's 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 a film. Like right. you can't get mad at a movie for showing something. There's how many movies are there about slavery? You know, when like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, like, no one's like, oh, you can't show that. That's a, that's a bad shit on America's past. Right. This, for me, it's like, yo, th- this is a movie. Like, obviously, there's, like, snuff films and, like, films that, like, show yeah. shit and, like, it's in bad taste. Right. But I don't feel like the remake was in bad taste. I think they were just trying to one-up the original. Right, exactly. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, just kind of make it more extreme ha- than the last one was. They wanted to try to impact it on people back then. The original with 
right the generation now yeah exactly and so it, it, to me it made sense it right. was a crazy crazy movie uh but yeah man this uh last house on the left man Wes craven did not hold back right and uh i was watching it and i was pretty impressed with how limited his resources obviously were right but the 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 brutal scenes were brutal yeah dude um speaking on that like how, how limited he was um they had no permits dude so they they did like a gorilla uh, type filming where they would go into a, a setting, film it real quick and get out of there because they didn't have permits to, to film in that in that area. Uh, so that's what they ended up doing. But no, he did a really good job with the Last House on the Left. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Right. It's it's just because of what I'm exposed to now. Right. That is, you know what I mean. It's it's. Like right now, I'm at the Krusty Krab. That is the chum bucket to me. You right, know what I mean? Like right. that—that's how that plays out. But uh, I mean, you know, with with that, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad film. Um, I really—I ha- was wondering with Doctor John. I was like, hey, how are you going to fight Krug and his and his cronies? Because you're an old guy and uh, the father from the remake is a much younger capable dude yeah and i'm like how are you gonna do it but he actually stood his own dude yeah he did he, i was like damn this is tight like, dude that that scene where the his name's john right yeah and the mom what's her name uh, estelle dude they kick ass they do dude. i was like they're so damn. like obviously like and i love how you can tell like they didn't know what they were doing right but they were still like fighting like hell, dude. Yeah. And it was very, very interesting to watch. Yeah, exactly. And I, I enjoyed the, that whole last scene was was really good. Was actually very, very good. Yeah, it was so entertaining to yeah. to watch as John like um, off screen cuts up Krug right. and shit like that, and uh, <laughs> and then that's when the cop comes in, like, right. oh, he comes in and he's like, John, don't do it, no. and, and and John does it. And then he just kind of sits on the dining table with the chains on his lap. And the the cop is just like, oh, no. And it's like, you were pointless, dude. <laughs> you and, get there after the fact. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it just shows John sitting down. And then the movie ends. And I'm like, I have questions. <laughs> so the girl died for real? Like their daughter yeah, actually died. She died. That's crazy, dude. Like they never because in the remake she doesn't. Right. Like it was like a like she survived. Like she she lived and like because when they showed when when her parents came to found her corpse, they did not react the way parents would. No, react. no, not at all. Yeah, and I'm like not at all. So is she still alive? Like no, she's actually dead. Like oh, and that's how you react to your. Okay. You, you I love how they didn't show like any kind of plan that we're gonna we're gonna kill these people. Right. Like, it just went straight to them going back home. Like, eh, we're gonna kill you. All. And then they do like uh, some cheap like Macaulay Culkin trick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it made no sense because all it was was like shaving cream on the floor and like a trip wire. Dude, why was that shaving cream there? I don't know. Like he slipped for a second. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> it showed him. It showed him. Pour so much shaving cream yeah. on the ground, and then like rubs it in. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, man, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> like what's the, what's the goal here? I'm like, I probably don't get it. I'll see it play out. <laughs> no, it's exactly what I thought. It was supposed to make him slip. It yeah, didn't, yeah. It didn't pay off. Right, right. <laughs> and then he he has that tripwire, yeah, yeah. and it trips Krug, and he just kind of gets back up. Yeah, and then and then John's just waiting there, like, all right, now let's do it. Like, well, what was the point of that? He could have just walked in normally, right? Like, you didn't have to do that whole thing, dude. <laughs> it was weird. It's hilarious. It is, man. Um, but yeah, if you guys ever want to check it out, um, definitely do so. It's it's one of it's it's, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad film, yeah. and, and especially if you're into older horror movies yeah. like this. This is a good uh, this is a good one to watch. Yeah, it's actually it's actually really good. Um, we're gonna do that thing again. And switch, switch that gear! Murasakas. <laughs> Alright. Murasakas. <laughs> and we're gonna go into our main, main event of the evening. evening. Introducing last <laughs> The Hills Have the Eyes. The OG Hills Have Eyes. Exactly. We'll do the remake in a later episode. And our probably remake part two episode probably yes absolutely because I do want to talk about yeah it. that one that movie was actually really fucking awesome but we're gonna go into the 
OG Hills Have Eyes. And with this film, we have... This is actually 1977. So this is five years after Craven did his original, or um, Last House on the Left. And... And, man, the difference. Yeah, dude. The difference, man. It was more... It was way more tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really I, I, I really enjoyed this film. Yeah. I liked it I, a lot. I feel like uh, Wes Craven kind of realized, okay, maybe dial down the comedy or make it more nonsense or make it less, you know, nonsensical. Right, right. So he, he you kind of toned it down, but like made it, you know, umped the, the, the drama. And I'm like, oh, this is really, really good. It's a good film. Um, well, this this movie did have a budget of two hundred twenty three hundred thousand dollars, and it grossed twenty five million dollars. So wow. back to back, wow! And like he's already banking, dude. Dude, in yeah, seventies. Yeah. Well, then again, how was economy back then? You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, but still, like that's still, that's a that, win. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a win for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, with this movie, we have Susan. Uh, Lanier as Brenda, the ever so annoying of Brenda. Uh, Robert Hudson <laughs> as Bobby Carter. Uh, Martin Spear as Doug Wood. And we also have James with, uh, with Whitworth as Papa Jupiter. I can't fucking talk, dude. As Papa Jupiter and Lance Gordon as Mars, amongst many of the other cannibal cult thingies. People. People that they are. Uh, but uh, what did you what did you think about this film? Um, it was it was I watched it for the first time this week yeah. actually, and it's been a long time coming. I should have watched it long long ago. It's been people have been telling me, yeah, I watched this, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, but it was very fun to watch, just because I'm a huge fan of the remake. Yeah, and watching it play out and all the similarities, I was like, wow, like they really. They really stuck to the feel of the movie. Yeah. So, um, I really enjoyed the remake, man. It's it's very fun. Uh, although the people from the hills, these cannibals, they kind of dress the ones with the eyes. Yeah, the ones with the eyes from the hills. <laughs> they kind of dress like the Flintstones. Yeah. Yeah, like they, like, they teleported. Like like, like a. Caveman movie from like the fifties. Yeah, like if they teleported from like back in the middle age, or, or ancient times, they look, Stone Age. They looked like SpongeBob and Patrick from the prehistoric. Oh episode. my gosh! <laughs> uh, what was it, SpongeGarth or something? Yeah, SpongeGar and uh, I forget Patrick's name. Oh uh, yeah, it was SpongeGar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But yeah, no, I, I, that's exactly what they what they, uh, <laughs> what they dressed, dressed like. like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, this movie was. Brutal, dude. Yeah, it's a very good watch if if you're into horror. Stuff. But if but if you're this far into this podcast, then I guess you're into horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this this movie had a more simplistic storytelling to it. It was family got stuck out in the desert. They're getting hunted by cannibals. Yeah, super simple, and I think that gave way to more the. It opened up the possibility of just kind of focusing on like the the drama, right, the, right. you know, the the um, the suspense, shit like that, which you know paid off. But with that said, there wasn't there, there wasn't much depth to the characters, where I was like, ah, you know what, I I I'm with you, dude. It was more like we're just kind of seeing them going through this shit, and it's like, all right, well, that's. I get it, um, but it's it's really weird because this is still back in the day, you know, at a film and, and movies are still kind of I guess a newer type thing, especially with with horror. Right. And you see people like these these actors not perform the best. Right, and you and you had to mention like when they're not speaking and they're just acting out a scene, like it was yeah. fine. Yeah, like when they're not just when they're just kind of moving, but they're not talking. It's they they do that well, but as soon as they start talking, it's like, oh, you don't don't talk, please. <laughs> like that actually sucks. Yeah. But what's weird is that in the first movie, the last house on left, they're all first time actors, so I get that. 
but the second one some of them are experienced and like half of the 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 cast you know they can't act or shit but the other half is really well right and i'm like hey Wes, at what point did you just decide, okay, let's just speed up the casting process and just get anyone that we can? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, if you could get half of them that were good, you, you could surely get the other half to kind of compensate as well. But, you know, whatever. I'm I'm not sure what may have happened in that. Right. Um, but the movie is still paid off really, really well. Um, I think, however, had the movie... Folk, like, I think it would have been better if the movie you know didn't make the cannibals seem like like if they were mar- monsters in the darkness you know what i mean right like there's scenes where bobby's out there and like you you're kind of seeing something shift in the the shadows right yeah and it's like oh what the fuck's out there and it's it's just a letdown to see oh it's just normal looking people normal-ish looking people had it had it solidified that it was cannibals and that it was like we 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 knew what we were looking at it would have taken that away and just been like okay so now let's just focus on the fact that it's cannibals trying to get this family right had it been more of a us versus them mentality that right. would have been so much better i think and also one of the things that uh, i didn't really like uh, all too much was uh how much dialogue the cannibal family had <laughs> yeah it kind of took away from like the fear factor in, in, in being hunted down by it. And fear is not a factor for you. <laughs> <laughs> it did, though, right? It, it, it takes away from, like, yeah, like, the fear, the fear factor of being chased down by a cannibal. Like, when they were, like, talking, and like, they, they have the whole, like, attitude of, like, uh, what's their attitude like? What would, how would you best describe the attitude of that family? Um, redneck. Yes. Yeah, like... They're very, like, you ain't from around here, and we're a bunch of badasses, we're gonna fuck you up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he said it. He's right, he's, he's right. right, yeah. And then, like, the the Papa, what's his name? Papa Jupiter? Yeah, Papa Jupiter was so weird. <laughs> he went on this whole, like, self-monologue kind of thing. Yeah. And he was just talking about, like, what he's gonna do, and, like, the whole family was just like, yeah. Oh, totally. They're like, his yes-men. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just weird, and I just kind of wish... They spoke eighty percent less. Yeah, you stuck your fingers in my pie. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is? What do you? What do you? Wait, you have pies in in that in those mountains where you live at, and you you're hunting down people to eat them. What? <laughs> right. So yeah, man, and that's why I I did enjoy the 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 remake aspect because they didn't they weren't. It wasn't the same. It was different. Yeah. They kind of fixed that issue because I, I, it was an issue for me. But overall, I still enjoyed it, though. Right. It had it had a good kind of... Like, the movie wasn't terrifying. No. Not not one bit. But I can I can see why people would have been scared back then. It, it had a very uneasy vibe to right. it. And you kind of felt unsettled because you know that they're being watched while they're helpless in the middle of the road. I wonder if this is the first ever road trip horror. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. This is 1977, yeah. so who knows? Who knows? Damn, that'd be crazy. That'd be pretty tight. That'd be pretty that, tight. That subgenre for me is like one of my it's all-time favorites. It's so things. cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so sick. Yeah, dude. Um, the the same thing with like the, the audio here, like the sound, was awkward, I found it. Because like there are times where you see like a character, but... And you don't see them talking, but you can hear their voice. Right. And it sounds like they recorded it in the studio and then just put it over it. Yeah, and it had the same issue. Like, some some things would be louder than other things. Yeah. Like, when Brenda would scream. Right, dude. It was just overbearing, dude. It yeah. Was, oh, man. It was annoying, dude. I was like, dude, someone. Somebody, please! Ah! <laughs> 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 Somebody, please knock that bitch out. (laughs) But seriously, dude, she was like screaming. Yeah. And when she screamed, it was like this 
It was just this oppressive force just barreling into your ears. Like a demon that clings to your back <laughs> and doesn't and just torments your life. Yeah. That's what I felt with this. And as soon as she stops screaming, it, it's like, oh whoa. Whoa. I'm free. Like it was you don't realize it until after she stops screaming, like, oh I oddly feels strong. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at your hand. Yeah. <laughs> um but um there, there was that scene, like, where, you know, after the, the cannibals uh, go in and they, like, fucking fuck up the family oh, and, like, yeah. kill the wife oh, and yeah. the, the mom. And the bird. And the bird. Like, fuck, dude. Like, kill the people you want, but leave that damn that bird, bird alone. alone <laughs> Come on. Um, you know, they take the baby, too. And I wish there was just a scene where you see Doug... The dad, he realizes, you know, my baby's gone and just kind of come to terms with the fact like I have to go in to this cannibalistic family and get my daughter. Yeah. Like if there was that scene, dude, like, oh, like, shit, that, like, like that, like um, badass character shift. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like a turning just, point where it's like, I'm, I'm coming after them. Yeah. Like if thing. we could just see that, that would be dope. And, um, but, you know, yeah. I mean, he, I guess he, they do talk about it, like, he has to go get it, but it's, it's just kind of tossed away, like, I gotta go get her, she's, she's my daughter, I'll be back, like, alright, don't take too long, like, if he's gonna go get groceries or something, like, uh, if, if, if it focused more on that, there would be, you could see this, like, character arc. Yeah, definitely. And that would have been cool to see, at least. Um, but, uh, how did you, how did you like that fight between... Brenda and Bobby versus Papa Jupiter. It was weird, but I I didn't mind it. Right? I and thought it was really clever. It was. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it at all. And uh, it was just them, like, in a panicky situation right. trying to defeat this villainous guy that can, ease, that can kill them at any second. Right, exactly. So they just, they literally just did what the, whatever they could yeah. to defeat him. And uh, I didn't mind it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, dude. It was it was crazy, like, being in their shoes. Like, you have to use the corpse of your mother, dude. Just, like, I know. set up a trap. Like, And, by the way, she didn't... Okay, she looked dead. But, at the same time, <laughs> she just looked kind of bummed. <laughs> like, they sat her down on that... <laughs> they sat her down on that chair. And it's like... Dum, da, da, da. <laughs> she looked... The mom looked bummed. Sitting down, she like in her head internally. Oh, she's darkness, like, <laughs> she's like, damn, now I gotta sit in this chair for eight yeah. hours. <laughs> Maybe the actress was just actually bummed. She's like, man, they killed me off. Now I'm, I don't need more scenes. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like saying, uh, bye to stardom. <laughs> <laughs> but they they set up this trap where they have a wire like looped next to her so that when Papa Jupiter comes next to her next to the mom like be like what the fuck's going on um they would rev the engine and then it would pull him through the through Ooh. the sand and they have the 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 end of the rope tied to the the wheel of the car um and i think it was really cool like you know we're seeing that and then the car dies but it's not because of any mechanical failure but it's because the gas is right, out. out and i'm like oh that's that's cool cuz it's it's not like oh just for the sake of the plot, the car dies. Like, no, they show why it died. Right. And that's, uh, like, just to give reasons to certain things, I, I really dig that because it yeah. pushes it forward a little bit. And so here, here's the other part. After that, after the gas runs out, they're like, all right, we got to go to plan B. And they go into the the RV trailer thing, and they have Bobby tapes two matches to yeah. the bottom of the door and has, like, a strip. Uh, on the bottom, so that way when the door opens, uh, it would ignite, ignite and blow up the thing because they have the gas running. However, the door opens outward. So it wouldn't have done anything. It wouldn't, no. No, I I, I don't. They don't show it open, so they, they got away with it. Yeah, exactly. But also, like, how was it in the back and, like, in the behind the scenes? Like, hey, um, hey, Wes? Yeah, what's up? Uh, we got a problem here. Um, so this is uh, this is not logical. Hmm. How so? 
Well, the door opens out, and by the way that this trap is set up, it would have to open in for the the right. the, the thing to, to go out and, to, to yeah, explode yeah, and to kill Papa Jupiter, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hmm. I, I see what you're saying, but... Uh, we'll just film from the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, what if, dude, what if he was... Uh, he, like, they're telling him, like, yeah, it's, it, we need to reevaluate this. And Wes Craven's like, oh, just, dude, just, we'll, we'll film it from the outside. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, just film it from their perspective, I guess. Uh, yeah, wh- whatever you have with the, you, we have to do to push this thing along, just, just get through it, okay? <laughs> like, what if he was so bummed about it? <laughs> Also, Papa Jupiter was so unscathed by that explosion. Yeah, he was—he just had like like black makeup on his face. I'm like, bro, that shit would have incinerated you. Yeah, dude. If you were that close right. to it, dude, like you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna do some damage, dude. <laughs> and that's when Bobby he goes in. Uh, trying to make sure that he's dead, and then oh, then Brenda. Again. Here's Brenda. Oh, ah, Bobby, Bobby, you can't. Dude, it's hella annoying. Like I wanted to go in and say, hey, 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 shut up. <laughs> I wanted to just shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> I wanted to um, quickly like swipe my. Hand. Oh, you just like <laughs> yeah, have your hand open, and and just like. Chop it into her throat. Chop it into her, yeah, into her throat. Just jab, (laughs) jab into her throat with your fingers pointing straight out. And just, (laughs) (laughs) hey, yeah, that's what I want you to do. (laughs) That, exactly. So they, they, you know, Papa Jupiter, as you mentioned, he comes out on skates. He's still alive. And he's fighting Bobby and does this, like, wrestling move and shit. Yeah, yeah, Which is so cool. Yeah. Here comes Brenda with an axe and, like, stabs him in the back. And Bobby's like, not this time, and shoots him twice. And then, you know, he's, he's dead. And they, oh, oh, you know, that happens. But, dude, how weird was it when they blew up the RV and she, like, gets oh, on oh, yeah, top yeah, of yeah, Bobby? She, like, yeah, she, like, jumps on him and he, like, picks her up and they spin around. Like, like it was, like, such a romantic thing. Yeah. They're siblings, by the way. <laughs> and also, it was just weird and out of place. I, yeah. Like, that should not have happened. Like, they should have still been like, oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> like, they shouldn't have been like, you know. Like, yeah, a, a simple hug. Like, right. oh, Bobby, we did it. Like, right. yeah. Now let me go check it out. No, yeah, it was, Bobby! They threw a party. Yeah, <laughs> they did, dude. And the rest of that movie after they kill Papa Jupiter is following Doug as he's going into the, the mountains and trying to find his daughter, Catherine, as he so vaguely mentions, but we that kind of like dragged on a little bit. Didn't it, it? it did. It, it went on for quite a while. Like there was just no di- not direction, like, but like it was just them just running through rocks. Like yeah, like, bro, just get to it, get to it. Yeah, yeah. Like let's just come on, have a big showdown. This whole thing happens where uh, forget his name, the the main villain. I forget his name, dude, but he. Um, he's fighting Doug, and he's kind of on top of Doug, trying to get the knife into him. And then Ruby, the only clan member there who's, you know, decent. Right. She grabs a snake and, like, has it bite her brother in the back of the neck. And he, like, falls down and is like, ah, ah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> like, he's singing. Oh, hell no. And uh, we have Doug, he comes up and he grabs the knife and he's like, <laughs> I'm kidding, That's, that might as well be some... That scene though, when he's stabbing him, dude, Yeah, it was so intense. Yeah, it, it dude. It was so awesome, dude. Like, it it really showed like the, the, the anger and like rage that he had. Yeah. And I, I dude, I, I really, really the, enjoyed there that. There was this kind of look that he had when he was doing it, like, it was like, um... Like, oh gosh, how do I explain this? Like, he grabs the knife and he's gonna stab him, but he, he it looks like he has this mentality like, I'm finally doing it. Like, I'm finally getting yeah, getting yeah. rid of you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I gotta do it before it's too late. Like those, that. No satisfaction and then pain at the end. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the movie freezes. It turns to a red hue. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, this better not be end. Don't end. Don't, don't, don't fucking end. Don't fucking end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you fuck! <laughs> and like, the reason, I guess, for that, like, they, they ended it 
that way is because Wes Craven wanted to have a more bleak ending. However, we already saw that all the threat was taken out. So there, it's not a bleak ending yeah. because we can guess, okay, they're going to reunite. So let's show them reunite. Let's have... You, you've already killed everyone, so... At this point, just give us that happy ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it just kind of ended, and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> all in all, though, solid, solid movie. Dude, it was it was a solid film. Um, I really I really do dig it. The kills were really great. Like they were orchestrated I, I them, great. Yeah, yeah. especially for a movie from the 70s. Yeah, like, dude, I loved it. Yeah, loved like it. it was it was perfect. And I think this movie was rated X. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, by the the MPAA, the Motion Pictures Association of America. Association of Associating. <laughs> I always I never knew what that stood for. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. That's the ADAA, the American Dodgeball Association of America. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it for cool. this quick episode of Director's Cut. Wes Craven style and we're going to later on explore more of his work we want to do episodes where we discuss franchises right so that's that's why we didn't choose his bigger names yeah for this episode we have plans for for Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream exactly and uh, also real quick want to give a huge shout out to a real close friend to the show and that is Chaos Horror. Yes. That my is guy. Our guy. That is a K for Chaos underscore horror for the uh, in Instagram username. Definitely check out his stuff. He's got really great content, um, really great collections that he uh, showcases. Hell it's yeah, bro. So cool, dude. It's so cool. Uh, but thank you, uh, Chaos Horror, for all the love and support. We really do um, appreciate you, man. And uh, hopefully, hopefully. Just lead somewhere. I'm kidding. <laughs> hopefully one day. Hopefully. You, oh, hopefully. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and also, guys. I keep forgetting. Oh, sorry. I keep forgetting to work on my British accent for chaos. Oh, that's right. That's he, right. Because he told us it was terrible last time. He said, if you ever do it again and it's oh. not right. He's blacklisting <laughs> that's exactly what he said um but also guys um i i do have a book that is out it's called sapiens it is a post-apocalyptic novel and it is going to be free on ebook starting the uh, the 14th so that's going to be from the 14th to the 18th of september so definitely go ahead and check that out. I will put the links in the show notes. So take a gander, but it'll be free from uh, starting this Friday. Um, so definitely keep an eye out on that. And uh, I really do appreciate you guys if, if you if you do uh, decide to take a look and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be free on ebook the 14th of September. Yep. And that is going to... That thing, I think I think that just about does it. <laughs> All right, guys. Watch The Nun this weekend. We're yeah. going to talk about it next time. Stay tuned. It's going to be so tight. We're actually going to go watch it in just a tad. Yeah, we are. Yeah, sweet. Well, we'll be back next week, and we'll tell you how that went. And uh, so, if yeah, definitely check it out if you can. If you haven't already, you know, definitely check it out because it's going to be heavy spoilers next episode. And as always, my name is Chris. And this is Adrian, and you just listened to the Horror Academy Podcast.